Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of The Freak Show Podcast. I am your one and only host, Joe Lillard, AP, Asian Persuasion. And with me this week, of course, is not my co-host, my Robin, uh, Triple B. But this week, I am so excited to have two lovely women. I have my wife. White lost wife. There was a silence that I will, I, uh, okay. And. Uh, I didn't know I was supposed to introduce myself. Absolutely. That's how Tevin does. Uh, I'm yeah, not Tevin. I apologize. Okay. And with me also this week. Oops. BH, Broken Hopeful. I love that. Oops. Oops. Broken Hopeful. Nice to meet you. Why did you add that? It's a meme, Joe. It's a meme. Is that a Britney Spears meme? No, it's a oh. Visco Girl meme. <laughs> I love And I, oops. <laughs> I got I, you. I don't even know if the mic's picking that up. I think it is. It's got some weird, uh, <laughs> every time you do it, it's got this weird, like, zigzag thing on the on the mic <laughs> feed. All right, so this week we are covering something insane, something crazy, something fun, something that obviously is going to get Kim triggered, as usual. Sorry. We are covering weather control and manipulation. So, uh, we got tons of stuff. We were drinking coffee downstairs, and Kimberly was not going to do the podcast with us. And then I started talking to Brittany about cloud seeding, and Kimberly got so angry. I did get very... I started hitting the table. I got mad. Yeah. She let her whitewashed wife anger flow out of her. Making me even more pale. It excreted like iodized silver. Kim, do you want to do a podcast? No, I I got to do homework. homework. Kim, do you... Are you sure you don't... No, I really got a paper right. Kim, you want to do the podcast? Yes, because I would enjoy going over this because it's stupid. Okay, so what do you guys think we should start with? Would you guys like to learn about HARP? Would you like to learn about Australia? Or would you like to go ahead and just get it out of the way and talk about seeding? Australia, everything can kill you. What is HARP? What is HARP? Yes. You want to learn about HARP first? Yes, because Australia, can everything just kills you there. So, you know, everything just is dangerous. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So, uh, HARP is the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Okay. So, it was a program funded by the U.S. Air Force and, and U.S. Navy and the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Okay. Okay. Um, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. So, uh, HARP was, um, is in Alaska still to this day. 
Uh, the facility began working in 1993. Okay? okay. So what it is, uh, they, so basically, they were trying to figure out um, how to help our radio signals and broadcasts over the Iosphere. Okay? So they were basically trying to push, yes. Iosphere? Yeah. It, the uh, high depths of the atmosphere. Thank you. So the highest part of the atmosphere is the Iosphere. Yeah, the stoner sphere, as some like yes, to say. Yes, yes, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Dude, secret I'm, of them. I'm so high on this dank kush, I think I'm about to hit the Iosphere. Dude, where's your snowflake? Dude, <laughs> where's my snowflakes? Oh, oh my, my goodness. You just, you're just so proud of yourself, aren't you? I could. You are Queen oh, Tumblr. I should have done. You do belong on Tumblr. I, I should have done Cloud. That would have been funnier. Oh, my gosh. Dude, where's your cloud? Dude, where's my cloud? So, um, it's interesting. So, it it was, it basically is uh, built to make it so that we can try to make radio signals go further mm-hmm. and make it so that we can communicate better. I like it. Yeah. Uh, it would make sense why the military would be involved in it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, that's what they want. If you can do it up, you can probably do it down. Well... And the purpose of it is to go further and probably to have more coded messaging. Alien communication. Yes! Okay. All right. So there is a lot of... uh, Gosh, that got really loud, guys. We got excited. So there is a lot of um, (laughs) conspiracy theories against HARP. So one is... They HARP on the HARP? Yes, they do. One is uh, claiming that they are capable of weaponizing weather. Weaponizing the weather. Which is funny because if you look at what it is, Harp is basically just a bunch of like crazy um, stand-up like antennas on the ground. Not like satellites like you see in like New Mexico and stuff to try to reach aliens. (laughs) Like you're like they're almost like to me what they look like is um, what are those metal things on top of roofs that people have. Antenna. Antenna. Is that what it is? It yeah. is, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Or sometimes it's the thing that catches lightning, which is yeah. also called lightning. Antenna. Okay. Or lightning so what rod. it looks yeah. like is giant antenna version lightning rods cool. on the ground. And okay. there's just like huge fields of them. Okay. That's what it looks like. Oh, I'd hate to jump out of an airplane into that field. Yeah, pretty much. You'd probably die. immediately die. Um, so in 2014, it was actually permanently shut down, supposedly. Why is that? Um, I guess, uh, after discussions between the parties, ownership of this facility and its equipment was transferred to the University of Alaska in 2015. Um, I think it's because of how much it cost. So in 2008, HARP had occurred around $250 million dollars. In tax-funded construction and operating costs. So, I mean, that would be why. Add it to the deficit. Yeah. Also, the um, the Bay Systems Advanced Technologies is a prime contractor, and they overcharged. Okay. So, yep. Makes a Too lot of money. sense. Oh, yeah. For sure. Got you. Um, so, yeah. So, their main goal was to look at the most upper portion of the atmosphere... And try to make it so that we could, you know, uh, be able to communicate. And then also, I guess, 
um, they looked at the x-rays and UV, UV rays uh, and like tried to see like how radio signals affect it. Like, like with the UVA or UVB? It just says UV. Okay, so UVA and UVB. Probably, yeah. Um, but the the problem that they were finding was that the ionosphere um, had like the higher up you go, the more dense it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why they weren't sure like how exactly the radio signals were going to be like affected. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, another one is aliens, of course. You know, communicating with aliens. Um, I mean, they haven't released everything that they did either, and they probably never will. Um, they tried um, generating very low-frequency radio waves uh, by modulated heating. They tried generating extremely low-frequency ELF waves. Um, they tried an airglow, which is like an artificial geographical condition and transmitter that uh, basically, like, it's like light. So they tried to figure out if there was a way that they could try to transfer signals by light instead of, uh, like, sound. You know, okay. and to see if maybe that was something that they could do. Um, but everything I'm seeing is that they did. After all that money, I cannot figure out how much they really got done. Green. You know, green means go, red means stop, yellow means send the nuke to Russia. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they try to do smoke signals, basically. It, yeah. it, it, uh, I don't uh, see good that for you. Possibly working though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I just, they, they say that if you like look at the harp facility and different stuff, uh, the, the site had an array's, um, exact address, pictures, information, and even several 24 seven webcams focused on the arrays with a beautiful view of the mountains in the background. Which I don't understand why you even need that. Like, who wants to look at a like? Who wants to look? It's at not nature? like NASA. Who wants to look at nature? God. I guess. Um, but apparently, uh, there is no proof that they can manipulate the weather. And my thing is like, people would say that they were manipulating the weather across the world, which I'm just like. Did, if you look at this thing, it does not seem like it would have the power to do that. Who knows? They also said the heart could do mind control and alter reality. Okay, is that real? That's a conspiracy theory, yes. I, I, what? Where do people come up with this stuff? Kim is drawing a beautiful picture of a sad cloud. This one's happy. This one's sad. I wonder why it's sad. Poisonous chemicals. Uh, she wants to cloud. talk about the cloud scene. I thought we were talking about Australia first. I'm bored. Oh, okay. So what? which one are we talking about? I don't know. Clouds. Unless Brittany would like to talk about something else. I would like to hear what Australia is real Before quick. Before I go into a rant. That is fair. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So. once we get into clouds, that's going to go on. Okay. So I believe it was 2010. Uh, they were... So the meteorologists and people who study meteorology and like storms and things were looking at this crazy um, circular formations that looked very unnatural over the country of Australia in multiple different spots. And then over that five month period where they were popping up in different places, they started to get 
uh, random amounts of rain, uh, hurricanes, different, you know, like catastrophic weather in a drought season that happens right around the same time every year during Australia. Okay, that's really weird. Yeah, and if you look at the circle, it it does not look like it would be in, like... The natural way of things. No. It's it's very much a perfect circle with another radius around it. That is also a perfect circle. Yeah, yes. and it like they would have them pop up quite often. Um, now, the Bureau of Meteorology's weather radar um, recorded a number of very strange patterns, rings, loops, starbursts. At a number of places, including Melbourne, Broome, and Central Queensland, suggested of some suggestive of some type of massive interference. Now, supposedly, this was explained away, saying that it was. Um, uh, hold on, I'm trying to find it. What was this event called? What do you mean? The Australia thing. Uh, from what I saw, it was just, uh, huge rings on Australia's, um, thing. Ring would have been a better way to describe it than a yeah. circle with the yes. radius of a larger circle. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out, um, oh, and it spiraled counterclockwise. They would spiral, like weather, like how weather would Weather be. spirals, but clockwise, right? I, I don't think, I, I I have no idea. The the joke is always that when you're on the other side of the world that the toilet water flushes in the, the opposite other direction. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know how that works. Um, so the explanation given by the researcher from the Weather Observatory at yeah. Calgary and Giles in Western Australia is um, that they were concentrating circles of echoes um, from the weather radar. So basically, they were just calling them um, anomalous propagation or even possibly dust in the atmosphere. So it's almost like, don't look here, it's just a weather balloon. Like, it's like, don't look here, it's just um, atmospheric dust. Okay. It doesn't sound right, right? No. No, it sounds like a conspiracy. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a cover-up. Absolutely. I was uh, looking this up, and one of the uh, replies on the post, because I'm looking through threads, is three words that describe that image. Harp. 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 Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's that's my point, though, right? Is that they're they're blaming Harp, but, um, I mean, there's multiple companies in Australia. One is, like, a huge one that is promising... If you pay them $30,000, that they will do cloud seeding over your wedding day the week prior to your wedding so that they can empty the clouds and that they'll dissipate so that there's no water uh, to come down during your wedding time. Kim, no one can see your head shakes or your eye rolls, so I guess I'm going to have to be the verbal medium between you and the mic and just say, I roll. I roll. Yep, like every single time that you roll your eyes. So, guys, guys, you missed it. There's been like six eye rolls since we've been recording for the last 15 minutes. There has. Yes, very large amounts of eye rolling. Well, it's stupid. Keep talking about it so I can yell. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so Australia is super cool, though, right? Like the uh, like the idea behind the rings is super interesting. That is I think. cool. I'm looking because it seems like here's the thing. It's the same image every time, which makes me think it's just a Photoshop. Okay, so I will tell you this: How much um, do you trust the Discovery Channel? Be honest, because they did have that fake mermaid show, and I'm but pretty that was pretty obviously fake. Well, and they told you it's fake. They yeah. said it's not real, and then um, I... it happened during January and February 2010. By the way, I don't remember if I said that or not. Uh, but what? Uh, I mean, here's another photo, Brittany. This is why people thought it might be. Um, uh, UFOs. Yeah, I saw that photo too. Yeah, so it, it um, this one looks like a really creepy spiral with a red dot in the middle of it. Hmm. The bizarre red star over the northwest. Yes. Supposedly, people did see something above, like in the atmosphere. That's pretty freaking creepy. Yes, it would be very creepy. Yeah, it would. And that's the reason why some people think that it's a weather controlling machine and that those circles are actually a machine that's flying over Australia and projecting something into the atmosphere to make it so that the weather happens. And then after that is when all these big cloud seeding companies really started going at it. Like just that tiny red dot, right? Not the whole like inner circle. What do you mean? Because like people would, would see that? Like that'd be... You I don't know how much they could really see. Um, I couldn't find any photos either. Here's the thing. That would be a ridiculously huge flying machine. All right. I'm saying is, I could, well, it depends on how cloaked it is. No, I'm not saying that people saw cloaked. a... Yes, what? Okay. What? Cloaked. Yeah, that's the word. Okay. Cloaked. Okay. Like a cloaking device? I know. What? Aliens. What? Aliens. Aliens. Now, oh my like I said, aliens. Now, I'm not saying that people actually saw like the entire thing flying in the sky. What well, I'm no, saying no. is... People are thinking that maybe that's what would cause something so man-made looking in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they also did like radar though and they didn't see anything detected. Anyways, the reason why I mentioned the Discovery Channel is because I remember that there was this show called What on Earth. Now, I don't know if it's still on or not, but they had a lot of good interesting episodes. Um, Kimberly and I had talked about it a few times. One was uh, the Vietnam Jungle has Vietnam um, had so the Vietnam soldiers, uh, Brittany, were told uh, that the American soldiers were told that if you were ever lost in the jungle, there are secret SOS signals that you could give in order uh, so that when planes would fly over, that they would see them, but the Vietnamese would not know what was going on. Okay. Okay. Well, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, Google Earth. In multiple satellite imaging, had found multiple different signals, SOS signals in the in the forests and in the woods of Vietnam that would show uh, these specific SOS signals, implying that Vietnam American war soldiers were left to die in the Vietnam jungle. They were kind of left to die anyways. Yes. 
there was another one. The um, the island of uh, oh gosh, what was it? Sandy Island, which uh, multiple uh, oh gosh, what's the word? Signographer is that the one? Signographer. Stenographer, I think. Stenographer. Stenographer does maps. Originally in the 1800s and early 1900s, when they would go and map out multiple islands and stuff around the world, multiple stenographers claimed to find an island off the coast of the U.S., I believe it is, called Sandy Island, is what they named it. Okay. Now, they claimed that they never went to Sandy Island, and now if you go look, Sandy Island is not there. Okay. And But if you look on Google Images, that the GPS... Uh, the GPS coordinates for Sandy Island are not there. So it, it's actually, uh, for a large amount of time, it was blank. It, it wasn't blue water. It was blacked out. Okay. So the conspiracy theory is that it's sunk or Which, which it's could make the ice or, caps are melting. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, but it's never been acknowledged. Okay. Okay. So this was all on that show, What on Earth? Okay. They did um, uh, circles in Ireland and stuff where grass dies. Yeah, fairy trees. Yes. Fairy rings. Yeah. Yeah. And how they're real and what they are and how you can like test this. The, the you can soil. test the atmosphere, the soil, the grass, all this stuff. And for some reason, they cannot figure out what the heck these things are or why they happen. Mm-hmm. Aren't they where the tree stumps die and the nutrients from? These ones were not. There was no trees. It's it's a certain type it's a of grass, land. and there would just be random circles during certain parts of the year at random, seemingly where circles of grass would just die in giant circles, and then the circles would actually move. And they tested the soil. They tested the atmosphere. They tested the UV rays around it. They tested the like. Um, they did like a study of like the time of year. And, uh, like, the weather conditions and everything to try to figure out what caused these things. They still have no idea. They didn't talk to the fairies about it? I do not think so, Brittany. I knew you were going to go there. They did not talk to the fairies about it. Well, that's just a little rude. Uh, well, you're not wrong there. But, so this show is really interesting. Okay. And one of the ones that they covered was interviewing multiple meteorologists uh, that were part of the sighting and not part of the sighting to try to figure out what these circular formations over Australia were. Okay. So. And? No idea. Okay. That's fair. Uh, atmospheric dust. Weather balloons, Brittany. It was weather balloons. <laughs> That's a joke. It's a Roswell oh. joke. Oh, I thought you were going to No, be a- no. It's a Roswell joke. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were, like, doing the big reveal. I was going to no. be like, are you... Clouds, kidding? Brittany. They're just Clouds. See that red dot up there? That that's red, just, the North Star, Brittany. It's that's just yeah. a cloud with the light coming yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, it's just a cloud. Maybe they were shooting an atmospheric laser up there. All right, ready to talk about cloud seeding yes, since I've hinted please. towards it. All right, cloud seeding. They have been talking about the cloud Yay. manipulation. In the Australia cloud manipulation. Too. What? They were talking about cloud manipulation in Australia too. Well, that's what I was saying, that that they were offering $30,000, a privatized company was, for people on their wedding day. But then most people are like, you can't promise that. You don't even know if cloud seeding works. It has been done since the early 1990s. Actually, wait. No, I take that back. 80s. Uh, 50s. Oh, wow. 50s. 
Fifty years ago, an analysis by the former Snowy Mountain authorities led to the uh, cessation of the cloud seeding program in the 1950s with non-definitive results. 1950s. Crazy! Not as crazy as those Jello desserts. Those Jello desserts. What are you talking From about? From the 50s. Jello dessert. Oh, yeah. The blobs. That yeah. That jiggle. Yeah. That look nasty. Anyway, yeah. The gelatin molds? Yeah, gelatin. Thank you. They look weird. They would put really meat cool. in them. And you put broccoli. Ew! Broccoli. Yeah. What? Yes, vegetables, meat. Oh, well, uh, here, son, you need to eat your vegetables. I put it here in this jeller so that you... Jeller. <laughs> what? Stop. What? This Asia is... can't be country. Road eyes. Keep forgetting. Road eyes again. <laughs> I keep forgetting that I have to be the voice of... Uh... A beautiful smile and laugh as she looks to the left. Yes. At my lovely... Co-host. My, my lovely so cool. BH. My my BM lovely Bell. BM, BM, <laughs> bowel movement. Oh, <laughs> you know I'm winning points with her, Joe. What are you doing? Losing them significantly. <laughs> I listen. I'm the one that's going to sleep in the bed with her tonight, not you. So I mean. Yeah, but she's gonna make me food when I come over here. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So, cloud seeding. Cloud seeding. Now, so, the whole reason Kim joined this podcast was because we were, well, Kim was really getting into it downstairs as we were looking up stuff. Okay, so okay. cloud seeding. So, yes. this is when they disperse chemicals in the air in order to make it so that uh, weather manipulation can happen. Now, some people say that, like, Chemtrails! Chemtrails! It's a big deal! They're poisoning the water supply! They're trying to kill us all! What well, turns out, guys, I finally found a conspiracy theory that Kimberly believes in. Cloud seeding is destroying the world and killing us all. Okay, that's because... Tell them what chemicals are in this. Tell them what chemicals. Okay, so real quick. Uh, clown... Clown... Clown. <laughs> yeah, it's a clown thing going on. It's stupid. Okay, so what they do is they disperse substances in the air that Such serve as. as cloud condensation or ice nuclei, which alter the microphysical processes with the cloud. Hold up. Yes, I alter am reading. Alter microphysical. I am reading, um, <laughs> I am reading part of Wikipedia. If people oh, are. no. No, no, I did the research um, elsewhere. Okay. It's the fact that this is the easiest one to read. I understand. Yes. It was written by dumb people for dumb people I from multiple articles. There is an easy Wikipedia that like uh, translated yes. into... Anyways, continue. Yes. So anyway, so the methodology is that they use silver iodide, potassium iodide, and dry ice, which is solid carbon dioxide. Uh, they also used to use and, liquid and, propane. Hold on. Talk that slower. Silver iodide, mm -hmm. potassium iodide, uh -huh. and dry ice solid carbon dioxide. How much of that sounds good to you? Now you make me think in potassium. That's banana. That's no! Cool. No, the liquid form is how you kill people. And ingest it. Like you have a cut on your arm. What does that lead to? A freaking vein. It goes into your body. So if it rains down, if they have too much in it, it can go into your body and kill you. As you can tell by 
from Kim's voice, potassium is very not good to enter your bloodstream. It is not. It's poisonous, and it will go straight to your heart and make you look like you had a heart attack. If anyone has watched Elementary, CSI, NCIS, any type of murder show. Or in the medical field. There always does end up being some type of potassium-based murder done by the wife. Easiest. It's amazing. Uh, Anyways, so... No. I don't know. Hold it, hold it. Everyone just think. He said dry ice, right? You said dry ice? Yes. Okay, so you know how they have giant warnings on dry ice? That's because chemical burns. You have too much of it, comes down, gets into the water supply. One, you can be ingesting that. We only have so much water in it with precipitation. You're getting the same water. Too much of it, poison the whole water system, all die. Or it comes raining down and it sloughs and burns and gets your skin coming off the body. Okay. How much of that sounds great, Joe? If it's and done wrong. And if too much potassium is in it, it also causes chemical reactions in the skin. Listen, they've been doing this since the 1950s. I've not heard of one case of someone having their skin fall off. That you know of. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? I looked it up. Yes, but what don't they tell you? That's They're not going to tell you that. They're just going to keep pretending like this is awesome, Who's they? guys. The people who create it. The people okay. who are doing testing and labs. Hear that, guys? This is a consp- this is a typical conspiracy theorist. They're saying they. Like this this big owner. They, they well, are doing me, this to tell us. Tell me the name. They. Tell me the name and I'll point a name. There's tons of seeding companies and the government. But and who's the original now, creator of the seeding company? I, what, how did they even come up with that? I don't know. And, by the way, does a weatherman even know when it's going to rain? No, they don't know when it's going to rain. They never have it right, unless it's 100% raining. Vincent J. Schaefer. The first experiments with cloud sitting were conducted in 1946 by American chemist and meteorologist Vincent J. Schaefer. And Uh, since uh, then, uh, seeding uh, has been performed from... Aircraft, rockets, cannons, and ground generators. Sounds great, right? He's a chemist. What do, what do chemists play with, Joe? He's also a meteorologist. What do chemists play with? Chemicals. What do you need to know about chemicals? 90% of chemicals burn off your skin and kill you if not properly Kimberly. used. And if they're putting too much in the system and Everything too much in the air. Kimberly. Kimberly. Listen. What? Listen, Everything is chemical. Is bleach a cleaning supplies? Yes. If you accidentally drink it, you die. Yes. Okay. Is potassium a clean or is potassium a chemical? Yes. People still take it all the time it's in been, order to help. Shh. It's Listen, a <gasps> if it's done right. Exactly. How do we know it's done it's right? There's no federal right. regulations. There's no because regulations. Because somebody on it. smarter than you decided to do something, and then fifty other companies with multiple scientists decided to work on it. Is it regulated? Is there a regulation? Because if there's not a certain regulation, if they're putting too much into the cloud, you are going to end up killing people, Kimberly, ruining the environment. Kimberly, what about the ozone layer, Kimberly? So are you about not doing it or? Making Making sure that there's regulations to make sure it's done right. They want to, well, if they want to do it and if it turns out productive, which I really don't think it is, then yes, there needs to be regulations before they put anything in a club. There is regulation. I can't use aerosol hairspray without there being a warning label. So what things someone can go out and do that without anything, nothing. You haven't even looked up what the regulations are. You told me there wasn't. Okay, there isn't a lot. Exactly. There is what a regulations little... are going to keep the freaking crazy scientists from killing you? Potassium iodide is also used as a dietary supplement. It all depends in moderation and the form, the chemical form. Also, 
Also, silver iodide is is used in teeth in tooth fillings. Mm-hmm. The only thing, like if it's natural silver, that's a good healer. Anything else, not so much. I understand what you're saying, though. You're saying that it's the fact that you can't. You're shooting something into the sky, and you cannot predict exactly how much of that potassium is being absorbed by the atmosphere and how much of it is and coming back And how down. much you do it, it comes back down. And it, we only have the same water supply, and if you keep doing it, you're going to pollute the water well, supply. Well, that's why they don't do it all chemicals. the time. Right, but if it becomes a real thing, it can be done all the time because these crazy people, crazy bridezillas, don't want rain on their wedding day. Do you want to talk about pros and cons of cloud seeding? Tell me a pro, Joe. Okay. Tell me a pro. Uh, it One, ho- don't say about farmers because some of those chemicals kills plants. Hold on. Healthy growing seasons. Um, You mean killing some plants? It can reduce drought-like conditions. By killing And things? reduce famine. It's not killing plants. Farmer, It's used on farmers. You're not listening. The chemi- Most of the chemicals dissipate. Just like aerosol does. Oh. (laughs) You're comparing it to the thing that kills our environment, Joe. How's that great? Yeah, we might have some corn, but you know what we're not going to have? An earth. It could also uh, create fertile biomes. So deserts and stuff that don't have anything able to grow in it. If you were able to put more water over They have certain plants but that they grow can't in the create... desert because those plants don't like water. You plant if you water too much, you're going to kill that type of cactuses. You're gonna kill all the cactuses off. What is that That's great okay. nutrition? That's fine. Everything for in the um, Wait, desert. Can you eat a cactus? You can't. Are you yeah. gonna eat it? Yes. You think that, that Las Vegas farmers are farming cacti in the desert? You know No, that. they're not. For the animal life. Also for the animal lives. You know there's like cactus salad and stuff, right, Joe? What I'm saying is that... And cactus milk. Listen. What I'm saying is you take 20% of the Sahara Desert and you make it into livable, abstainable land. Oh, to to pollute the whole world even more with all the buildings, construction, everything like that. No, you use it as farmland. Oh, okay. So you mean something where they can create a system that carries water to places? Because that's a thing. Just listen. Don't need a cloud. No chemicals need it. Listen. It would be more safer, is what they're claiming it would be safer. It would cause less pollution because you'd have to, you have to truck in all that water and it's not financially stable to do that. But if you can create a portion of the desert into a biome that is safe for use, okay, for people to use, it would make it so that the conditions of the land are completely um artificial environment to make it so that it can uh produce the most crops in the best way so it'd be the equivalent of having like a greenhouse or something like that mm-hmm. but you'd be able to do it with actual with ruining life. part of maybe, the habitat maybe and a lot of times when you have a habitat things are kind of important to keep everything going okay they are saying 20%, Kimberly. 20%. How much is 20%? Add up that... Add up... How many miles is 20%? I don't know. How much... Okay, say we lose 20% of the Amazon rainforest. How much does that really affect us? A freaking lot. 20% can affect The Amazon a lot. rainforest is saying- providing oxygen. The desert is, pre- is providing sand. 
too much use listen to me listen to me listen to me the majority the majority of the desert is uninhabitable by animals as well then what makes you think sorry there was a door that slammed okay I don't know now what makes you think that it's a good idea to have that stuff there what do you mean? Where are you going to get the soil, Joe? Kim. Can, 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 can water grow soil? No. No, no, it can't? That's does does water, I'm... does, what, what can water do besides make some mud and some sand? What I am saying is mm -hmm. that you would go and try to make it usable land. Now, listen, some listen. Sand, some muddy sand. Or how fast the rainforest could recover when provided with adequate precipitation. So actually, if we did cloud sitting over the Amazon rainforest right now, maybe we would be able to quench the fires that are burning it down because right now, the the guy... You know, it listen, be the Brazilian mm -hmm. government, the president, is not accepting the help or money from other countries because he does not want to have to rely on them. What about the South... The mm -hmm. What? Okay, so you think he's going to accept the seeding from other people? No, right. Joe, no. No, but if seeding was a lot... Listen, right now it's not it's not reliable. But I'm saying that if the technology improved a little bit and made it so that it actually worked... And there was regulations making sure that not too many chemicals get in there. They and, already and, have that! And making it where you can't use it so often because if you use it so often, you're putting more chemicals into the chemical things because the precipitation, it's going to go back up. You're going to kill people! Maybe. Possibly. Okay, so we only have a certain amount of water, right? Can we talk about dry ice? Let's talk about dry <gasps> oh ice. Oh my goodness. Dry oh, yeah. ice. Okay, oh, you mean how many burns you can get? How dangerous it is to ingest? Listen. Listen. Listening. That's why they cut it up like ice chips. They put it in the air. And it freezes the clouds to make it so that the rain comes down quicker. Yeah. There's no bad chemicals in dry ice. Where's the chemical go after it dissipates in the cloud? What's a cloud producing? Water. It Where's said, the water going? Listen, it is, there are different types of dry ice. This one is pure carbon dioxide. Do you hear what you just said? Yes. Mm -hmm. how, how does that sound to you? Carbon dioxide? Mm -hmm. You mean the thing that you breathe out of your lungs? Yes, because you have so much of that, then it overtakes the oxygen, and then we're all going to be going into... That's why they said you don't use it all the time. There has to be but regulation. But if becomes a thing... Exactly, because if seeding becomes... Seeding is a thing! If it becomes more of a thing that happens more often, how much... Kimberly, you don't even know how often it happens. Not often! Lightning modification. <laughs> Lightning modification. Lightning modification. Go ahead, Brittany. What did you find? No, I'm still on this. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Not to mention. Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, you just good. made me think of something. Just think you're creating all this rain and everything. Just imagine if you introduce that into a high wind scenario. You don't know the wind's going to come, but you do that and the wind comes. You're going to create storms. Especially if you're, it's the cold freaking thing mixed with hot what does that create? It actually, uh, they're trying to figure out if it can help to... Make a tornado, make a tropical no, rainstorm. Regulate and stop tropical rainstorms You can't, a, a cold front and a warm front hit. How are you going to prevent that, Joe? How's that work? 
With that, it don't. Well, huh? for one, okay. if seeding is done right, and if you're able to do it, it could possibly regulate weather conditions, control severe storms, because what it would do is you would have a portion of the water dissipate before the storm came in. Therefore, there wouldn't be enough water and wind to make it so that the storm would stay as How does long. that work with a tropical storm? Because most of the things are over the ocean. The ocean picks up the clouds and everything with the precipitation with the clouds and the ocean. kind of just you goes up with the, clouds, because the hotness and everything else. You dissipate clouds before the storm comes. Under Project Storm Fury, this is the hurricane modification thing. Okay. And this is from an official Gov document. Oh, I like this. Okay. Okay. Uh, under that, on pro under Project Storm Fury, four hurricanes on the Atlantic coast were seeded with silver iodide. In 1961, Hurricane Esther... And 63, 69, 71, Hurricanes Balua, Debbie, and Ginger, respectively, were seeded. According to com Commerce, decreases in the wind velocity of the seeded hurricanes were noted in these experiments, but the level of the decreases were within the range of natural variability of hurricane winds. I saw this. So they used jet engines and multiple different types of like wind funneling technology at the eye of storms of hurricanes and tornadoes to try um, to... Try to dissipate the wind in a different direction in order to make it so that it would, uh, like, uh, move against hurricanes. Okay. So but by the on. jet hold engines on. didn't on. work because the wind was not strong enough. Yeah. What years were those? Uh, she just said 1969, uh, right. 1971. Right. So obviously that stuff wasn't that good. Otherwise, Katrina wouldn't have hit the way it hit. I am telling you, it didn't work. Exactly. But you're not listening. You're not listening. Yeah. I just said it did not work. They said, And I literally interrupted you and explained that it didn't work and how the technology worked. And then you still went on your thought after I just told you it did not work. They say additional research was necessary before a definite determination could be made as to the degree to which hurricanes could be modified by seeding. So there's, they weren't sure after these experiments. Yeah. Okay. Right. I apologize. It is, it is all circumstantial evidence. I apologize. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So right. You're not right. You don't know if you're right. There is not enough science out there to even prove if you're right. I will be right you one day. You are talking about ingestion. <laughs> you're a nurse, not even a nurse, a nursing student that is learning about the way that chemicals affect the body. I've also done organic chemistry. Internal, and it doesn't matter. Well. It is different. Listen. Huh. You do not know how much technology and how much thought and how much study has been put into place to determine what the chemicals do in the atmosphere and how much of it come down and dissipate. They only do it in certain circumstances. Now, who ha who should have the control to control the, the weather? Well, obviously not HARP, not the U.S. government over the entire world. Should it be the government? Should it be privatized companies? What kind of regulation should be on it? What type of stipulation should be um, in effect? What kind of chemicals should be um, interacted with? Propane should not be put into our atmosphere. No, it should not. Um, you don't even have a problem with silver, uh, um, silver iodide, which, I mean, large amounts of silver and water supplies, I'm sure, will kill you too. It yeah. actually says there's less uh, in the same Gov document. Brought to you by the Honorable Richard S. Schweiker. Okay. U.S. Senator, that there is a... 
substantially less silver and precipitation from seeded storms than is allowed by the U.S. Public Health Service standard for drinking water. Okay. So basically there's more silver in our water than right. would be precipitation from seeded clouds. Okay. So here are the cons. It might not be safe. The chemicals that are used uh, for cloud seeding are not currently listed as health hazards. But, yeah, there you go, Kim. The chemicals that they're using with the potassium in it is not viewed as health hazards. Okay? But the truth is that the effects of this process are not really known. Weather experiments involving cloud seeding since the 1940s have shown us that the benefits of cloud seeding with chemical processes may not be healthy. Toxic levels of silver iodide have been known to create skin rashes, weakness, and weight loss. Mm -hmm. When it is inhaled, it can permanently discolor um, discolor the skin as well. Yeah. Remember I told you, uh, like, large amounts of people, or small amounts of people were claiming yellow skin color uh, because of the chemicals. Um, It could create negative weather. So, um, although cloud sitting could be used to positively alter weather patterns, they may also be unintended consequences that occur as well when one weather pattern changes another typically changes as well so um you know it's cause and effect right yep so you send away one thing it's kind of like if you can stop snow being that big of a deal in the winter then you're probably going to get more rain later in the year you know if it's not hot or if it's not cold enough during the winter then you're going to have worse allergies in the summer you know because stuff didn't die off yeah so, I mean, it changes, you know. It could harm plant marine life as well. Silver does not pose a serious environmental threat. Free silver ions, however, are lethal to certain forms of plant and marine life. Ronald Eisner, um, Eisler notes on a U.S. geological survey that toxicity levels in water and, uh, and can be as low as 1.2 uh, UG slash L. I think that's, what is that, liters, I guess? I don't know yet. What? Uh, UG slash L. Something per liter. Okay. So, um, significant effects can be, uh, seen as exposure levels, um, as low as 0.17. So basically they're saying that like the toxic levels can actually be super high. Uh, you know, cloud seeding would potentially cause water contamination with the materials used and that could contain, uh, and that could change the makeup of life on our planet as we know it. So, you know, it is also costly. So uh, it costs up to $214 per acre foot of water in a low cost estimate. And the high scenario is $427 per acre foot of water. So that's a lot of money. Um, so I think it could be beneficial, but the fact of the matter is it's just we haven't done enough research in it for it to be efficient for the money use we're putting into it right yeah they're also saying um and this is important uh that it could lead to more natural disasters small ones because uh if you do put dry ice in the sky and it does cause freezing and then it ends up causing small amounts of hail instead of water in the fall because of the weather changing and free uh, or and getting colder yeah. uh, over crops, it's going to kill crops before they're supposed to die. Um, I mean, now it is like there are ideas behind cloud seeding designed to solve problems, you know, uh, with weather modification. So, I mean, like they could change it. So, but there aren't as many cons as there are pros 
supposedly, because the majority of it has to do with land redevelopment and... And not enough research has been done. Right. Because most of those cons will come from more research. Yes. I'll say, we've done 50 years of research. Well, so it's you, not well, like this is a brand new thing. But it's 19- privatized companies mm-hmm. who are investing into seeding. Yeah. So everything that they show is going to be skewed. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the fact that, like, just because it's not on the hazardous chemicals list, like, it still shows that silver iodide, like, large amounts of silver iodide can cause problems. Just like potassium can cause problems. So yeah. even if it's not on the health hazards list, it's still, like, it doesn't matter. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, large amounts of those chemicals can still cause problems. Yeah, but there's more silver iodide in our water than from the precipitation. Well, but what they're saying is that, what Kimberly is saying is that if there's a large amount of silver iodide in our water, right, and it yeah. doesn't bug us, then you have rain with silver iodide in it in um, in the precipitation, and then that is going into the water supply. And then that water supply is contaminated with more silver iodide. Then evaporation happens, which means that the silver iodide in the water, particip- uh, um, in the water participate- precipitation is going up with both sets of uh, silver iodide mm-hmm. into the sky. Then they cloud seed again with silver iodide. Then you have three times as much normal silver iodide in the air that is coming down out of the precipitation into the water supply that already has silver iodide in the water supply. That equals four times as a, um, the amount, and you're drinking that and water. And legally you're speaking, you're going to do it over and over and over. Legally speaking, they would have to filter out that yes, silver iodide. Yes, absolutely. Yes, now, but you got to think all the um, fish and everything that live inside the water. You got to think we're eating that. What she's saying is you that. can't, when it comes to in, to the environment, yeah. you can't specifically predict everything that can happen. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like with dry ice. Mm-hmm. It is a little dangerous because it could cause hail. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you don't know how fast that uh, that freezing is going to dissipate and melt. You right. don't know. So, and then it causes hail and then it causes... Uh, crop failure, or uh, depending on how big the hail is, it was saying that it could cause, um, you know, safety hazards. It could mm-hmm. cause, like, damage to property. And head. Yep. And if a privatized company ruins my car with hail, I will sue. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like it's something that should not be privatized and bought out. But then again, I want to say that for a lot of stuff that is already privatized and bought Do out. Do you really want the U.S. government in charge of it, though, is the question. More than private companies. It depends on who you trust more. A lot of conspiracy theorists out there would say... The government would have more regulations. This is true. Well, actually, to me, I think if history has taught us anything, the the privatization of something... Yeah. Okay... Uh, in our free market eventually causes more regulations against the privatized thing than if it is a public service in the government because the difference is that the government has to show when they're wrong and um, they don't show their work. So what they do is I think that if it's non-privatized and it's to the public and it's in the government setting... They're, they're not going to regulate themselves, I don't think, as much as they have to. 
because there's going to be stuff in the dark. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a privatized company, yes, a thousand people might die of silver iodide poisoning, but then once they do die, at least the government is going to send people in and investigate. The only thing about that is there is monopolies, and once you got, say, three big companies, like how we have, say, three big companies for phone, television, internet, etc. <coughs> Disney! Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, God, Disney. We need to talk about the conspiracy between Disney and the CIA. Disney Let's has get so many that one day. Uh, basically, once you have the big monopoly, though, there can be a lot more corrupt in government from, you know, people buying stuff out, basically. See, so there is no right answer, is there? Because that's my... So you're right. I didn't even think about that. So the, so the company can bribe political officials to make it so that they look in the other direction. Yeah. And then if it's a public thing, the government can lie about the effects... On, on the world and keep it away from the U.S. public. There can also be a thing where it's like, say, in general, say, a uh, the head of the FDA. This is completely wrong. I know I said FDA. But say the head of the FDA, but for weather, whatever. Well, you know, it has a large... Well, affect the FDA because of the food supply and water supply. That's true. Say they have, like, a huge stock in, like, the company the largest company that does weather manipulation, then, you know, obviously they're going to be voting in favor of stuff that doesn't go as harshly on Oh, that. you mean like the FDA and cigarettes? Yeah. And the FDA and vaping? Yeah. Yeah? How, yeah. How, how cigarettes are approved by the FDA? Yeah. Because that makes sense. Yeah, this, this is something that already happened, so it's the sort of thing where if we have... If it goes into public with companies and privatized companies, it can be a thing where... This happens to weather manipulation as well. And that's kind of something we have to try and figure out a way to start filtering out within our government entirely between monopolies yeah. and government. Well, and obviously, though, since the 1940s, seeding has been a thing, but it's never, the science behind it has not come to fruition enough to even be worried by the government or anybody else. Or it's because HARP has already. Figured out how to control the weather and yeah. um, everyone is doing I will say the benefit, though, is that, for example, if you have oil, there's, you know, oil company, there's a lot of benefits to having oil. Yes. Weather manipulation, while there are benefits, not as many people are going to be like, yes, I need to control the weather. Right, because weather is still happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to drill oil. Oil is not just going to go into your car. Yeah. So, like... Something has to consistently be done with oil. Like, there's a large demand for oil. There's not right. going to be a large demand for Well, and for like I said, control. it doesn't... Well, there could be if droughts occur over all of the world because we have destroyed our environment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. And I'd say the demand for weather control could become larger in the future, but it's something where doesn't seem like most... Then again, I guess the big stuff is, will one percenters be buying this? Oh, I have no idea. That really depends. Can I just tell you, mm. after talking to Jeffrey, or talking, talking, talking to, about, talking about, about Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein and his crazy ideas and yeah. talking to different scientists, talking about different scientists and reading about different scientists, believing in crazy things, I just got to say, like, uh, 
like the one or not even scientists, like billionaires, right? Yeah. Like they invest into some stupid crap. I mean, just saying. They got the money to do yep. it. Yeah. I mean, look at Tom Cruise in Scientology. God. Yeah. 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 You've been learning about Scientology. Yeah, I almost yeah. went. I thought about going to one of those Dianetic tables on my own. I was like, uh, I'll wait until we do an episode about it. Because as well, if I start turning culty, you know, hopefully you guys would pull me back from that. You know. I mean, listen, you want to waste your money, go waste it on $12,000 uh, to go do um, transcendental meditation, yeah. you know. I do not like meditation. You don't? No. Transcendental meditation is very interesting. We should do an episode on that, too. I'll say, I don't like people telling me to relax. It makes me put my guard up. <laughs> hey, uh, you all right there, Britt? Is there something you need to talk about? Why, are you trying to get me open up to you, too? No, no, no. no, no. Someone, no? Someone's okay. been hurt. My goodness. Uh, so, heart. Let's go back to Harp for a second. Yeah, what about him? Uh, Controls people's minds, capable of altering the fabric of reality. Oh, you found that, yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two I could find. I wanted to look up other conspiracies on it, but I can't find any. There was conspiracies about why the government was shutting them down, too. Yeah, 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 I see that. So people were both thinking Harp was getting shut down for bad reasons and also thinking Harp was evil mind-controlling. What not? And maybe being shut down for good reasons? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe it didn't work? Maybe it didn't work. Maybe it was like the men who stared at goats. Is that what? The men huh? who stared at goats. What is that? What are you talking about? That's the Russian experiment where they tried to, uh, like a like Project MK Ultra, where basically they tried to blow up goats by staring at them with their minds. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I am so happy. That makes me laugh. Oh, man. So, conclusions about weather manipulation and Oh, clarity? yeah, Kimberly. Do you think weather manipulation... Or, do you think weather control is real after learning about Australia and HARP? I believe it's a possibility, yeah. You think that we can control the weather? Like, with the machines and everything... I think that different variables can make it very possible, yes. Australia is insane. That idea, like, all of that stuff really makes me wonder what is going on over there. Yeah. Now, that said, it could be a machine that literally just pushes hot and cold air in the freaking air and causes problems in the weather. You know what I mean? Like, and they accidentally change... I will say this. If there is some type of weather controlling machine, I'll show you. When you look at the weather that was caused after the circle things, they did not know what they were doing. They did it the wrong way. They caused hurricanes. People died. <laughs> you don't live in her. Uh, you don't live in hurricane unless you, you don't live in Australia unless you're prepared to die. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In real life, sorry, Australians. Yeah. No, they know. They know what they got themselves into. They made it a penal colony for a reason, okay? Goodness, did they. Kimberly didn't know what a penal colony was. Me and her had to talk about what Australia was as a penal colony. Very interesting stuff. Penal colony. I still want to... I know. Why does it sound so sexual? I, I was keeping this family friendly. Oh, okay. 
Um, mm. What do you think? Weather control? Is it real? Yes. Oh, absolutely. You really do believe in weather control? Oh, 100%. All you gotta do is really? have the right temperatures, the right environment, or the right factors to change that. I, that is the problem. Dude, even if- I read into it, and what they're saying is that, like, they don't believe that weather control could ever happen because of how much, like, manipulation would have to go into it and studying. They just don't think that we have the technology to even go about doing that now. Now, successfully, I think that's something that is very hard to manage, but I mean, I just read, like, two, three government documents- of, like, reported incidents where they tried it and had arguable success that would have to be experimented further. To no, we're not talking verified. about manipulation, right? We're talking about control. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean control? Okay, seeding is weather manipulation. Okay, yeah. I'm talking about Trump can get on the football tomorrow oh. and say that he wants it to rain over his golf course... So that he can have more turf the next time he plays in a week. Oh, that's not what I thought you were asking. No, I'm talking about weather control. No. You don't think There's so? There's too many odd variables. Now, how much manipulation do you think we have? Uh, not that much. Not that much? No! Okay, what about you? You think there's a lot of manipulation? I think there's a lot of manipulation, but I definitely think people are advertising... For example, to Trump saying, "Oh, we can def, we can make it, it. You know, you can tell us to, you know, have it rain on in the middle of the week, so it won't rain on your weekend, and we'll do that for you." That Even though it only rains from like three. Do to you 6 think that reels though, or do you think it's that works though? I don't think they're a hundred percent on that. I think it's sort of the thing where uh, if something gets in the way, they'll make excuses. But I think it's something. It really just depends on who buys this. I could definitely see a few key people, Trump, buying into this and, you know, yeah. thinking, you know, I pay these people, I tell them to have it rain in the week so that I can have a non-rainy weekend and it will work. As a man staying impartial in politics, I just, part of me does make me want to be like, Mr. Trump, have you ever heard of seeding? Go. I have found the answer to the climate change problem. Global warming has been solved by me, Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm trying to. By the way, I'm doing the circles with my hands the whole time saying this, guys. I wish you could see this in person. It's great. But, I mean. Here's the thing I think it's something where. By the way, so, I'm not saying whether or not if I'm pro or anti-Trump because I don't think it's important. No. But I will say that, like, I think every president has stupid, moronic, and there are pros and good things. I think pros there's pros and cons, cons to, to all every of them. president. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to get into that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Just like every president has good and bad people backing them up. Oh, definitely. And and that is the majority of like Trump being known as a good or bad president in the future. The majority of it, just like Obama is going to be, and Bush and, and anyone else, is going to be determined by uh, whoever was backing them in the background of, like, whoever was walking to the White House and telling him what to do or say or what was up, they are the ones that really hold the power. Mm-hmm. You know. I really partially. wish we didn't have a bipartisan system. Man, I would have sounded really smart if I nailed that word. Yes, you would have, but, but I understand what you're saying. Because it just causes such a divide. Anyways, I think 
weather control something where it's like 70% chance we'll do this and it'll probably go in the direction we want it to. Right. Maybe not to the degree we want it to, but... Hey, 70% is pretty high, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you think 70%, like, that is a big percentage. Yeah, but also there's, like, even just knowing the weather is really hard for, like, meteorologists today. It gets on my nerves. I hate watching the weather. Like, watching a weatherman tell you exactly what's going to happen and then you're like, what the heck? There was an entire Fairy Odd Parents episode on that. Oh, yeah. It was really funny. I'll say, but there's some times where they can get it, and there's stuff that unpredictable stuff comes in the way, and then they're wrong about what the weather's going to be. That's right. I think that's the same thing with weather modification and control. It's kind of like when Trump was on Twitter and said that Alabama was going to be hit. But then later said that Alabama was not going to be hit. And then everybody got mad at Trump for not warning Alabama. It's like, wait a second. I'm confused. Did he warn him or not? What are you mad about? What are we angry about? Why is he lying? Who is right here? What is right and wrong? What is potato? What is potato? We cannot get... Okay, real quick. Quick... Quick. But it is oh. funny, right? It is Trump, funny. Trump continued to say Alabama was going to be hit. Yes. And when the weather... And then said it. And when then the said weather he never Twitter said, said that. When the weather... When the weather Twitter said, no, Alabama's not going to be hit, you guys don't worry, because Alabama peeps were panicking, he said fake news, and that media was trying to make him look bad, and then came up with that false photo that he... Wrote on with Sharpie, and I, we can't get into this. We cannot. <laughs> well, but, but, Alabama was hit. By the outskirts, not directly. Yeah. Right, yeah. And he had the line of the hurricane on with the Sharpie. Wait, was going. that it? I, I No, I'm, I'm being dead honest what? right now. I need to understand. I thought the argument was that Alabama was hit and no one said any, or, and no one warned them in enough time. No, it's the opposite. It's the idea that Alabama was freaking out. Because they thought they had to evacuate because they were going to get directly okay. hit. Okay. Like the line. I think I'm confusing Alabama with Florida. Because I know everybody was freaking out in Florida and then it ended up missing them. Oh, yeah. It so started, who did it hit specifically? Uh, Georgia. It hit a lot. That's what it I thought. It hit Georgia and the that's Carolinas. What I thought. That, yeah, I was going to say. I knew about Georgia. Okay. I thought Alabama, listen, I can't keep track of all these. I can't keep track of all these hurricanes. All I know, it's sad. Do you know what I'm really looking at more? The Bahamas. There's a lot of people dying in the Bahamas. I bet. A lot. Yeah. I mean, there's nowhere to run. Mm. It is sad. Boy, we got into sad stuff with this. We really did. But you know what? Here's the thing. The reason why is if weather manipulation, uh, what like weather control was super real, my God, that means a lot of conspiracy theorists think that they're just dumbing down the world's population on purpose, and they're just causing these giant catastrophes in order to dumb down the po- or um, in order to uh, get rid of uh, populations to have population control, so that we don't uh, overpopulate the earth. Do you know how depressing that is to think about? That the U.S. government is murdering people with storms in order for overpopulation not to be a problem? That's depressing. How do you live a life like that? I believe the government has uh, outright tried to kill a lot of people before. Oh, okay, Brittany. (laughs) All right. Sure. And succeeded. You do? AIDS. 
You think AIDS... Have we talked about AIDS before? Briefly. I think briefly, and then me and Brittany actually really sat down to talk to it. it, oh, it, yeah. it we talked after. We yeah. did. Because the Wait, Reagan... do you believe that it's created I, I by the government it was Reagan, for population right? control? I, I believe that it was created um, by the pop- government. I'll say... Probably not for population control, no. but it was something that they used against their enemies to yeah. screw them and over. The, uh, now, you know that island, all, what is it, off the coast of New York... That supposedly was was used to study, supposedly was used to study. Um, I think it's called like Parrot Island or something. Or it um, like it was used to uh, mm-hmm. work against like different uh, like strains of viruses. But supposedly they actually created different strains that that like they weaponized them is what they did. You know, it like there's like a huge conspiracy about it. I've heard that. We gotta look at that later. Yeah, nah, but it was Reagan who was president during that time, right? Yes. Yeah. The, we don't like Reagan. Is that the, is that the consensus that the that, amount that Reagan of, is bad? Well, a lot of times they would also yeah, use like it Reagan. to the uh, well, the amount of people it killed made it. I, I'm gonna say pandemic. Plum Island. I'm sorry. Plum they also Island. used it against homosexuals. Yeah, it as largely well, targeted. It largely targeted, you know, like, people in the LGBT community, yeah. mainly homosexual dudes. Yep. Now, and, real quick, I just just want to, just real fast. Okay. Or there's something mm-hmm. wrong with the anus. I'm just saying. I know you're joking. No, 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 no. There are chemicals. Or not chemicals. You are getting They're, shot down so hard. Just hold right on. Now. I know Kimberly's rolling her eyes like that. All I'm saying is, I know, no, hold on. An unclean vagina and an unclean anus can cause problems. Bacteria. Bacteria. And you know but what? not AIDS. I know. I understand. I will say the vagina is like self cleaning. So yes, anus. Well, anuses are two to a point. Are they? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. They have certain bacteria in your anus to help with the. Um, Growth of not worse. But v- hear that, ladies. <laughs> but, but vaginas have like the acidity, right? Oh, they do Whereas, have the acidity, um, mainly to kill off sperm. Can I yeah. understand something what? real quick? If AIDS was not created by the government, hmm. how was it created? Hmm. Like, what I'll would have caused it? Some people say that it was a woman having sex with a monkey. I'll say they say it came from a. I don't know what kind of apes, but it was originated with apes and then started being transferred to people. In general, just by people hanging around certain If that happens. Now, if the government created it, how would the government even create something like that? Um, by going after an animal similar to our DNA, like a and pig or an ape. And mixing it with multiple, I uh, guess, sexual transmitted diseases contra- until they finally got what they wanted. Yep. Contracting the disease from the apes and then modifying it to where people Now, to be it. fair, hmm. like we said about presidents and the people behind them. Yeah. Reagan probably wasn't the one that came out with AIDS. No. It was just during his time. That's true. That it's like, and then it was like, Reagan, well, I got something for you, buddy. Still, when you're a bystander to a genocide, that's still being a bystander to genocide. Um, real quick, pom- we pom- are soaking into 
So getting off track. Yes, yeah. Plum Island uh, is a center for animal di- uh, disease control that supposedly has like super dark uh, stuff. If you guys want to learn about it more, Subliminal Deception podcast that focuses specifically on conspiracies has an entire episode on it. Oh, is that in Rise of the Planet of the Apes? What? What the is Animal for Center Disease Control? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I think you're wrong, but. I could very well be. I don't know movies well. I don't even know if if, if Plum Island is a thing anymore. So I, I know that you're gonna have to make me look that up. Plum Island. Yeah. Yeah, it's off the case. Um, it's off the coast of New York. Um, yeah, we're gonna have. Maybe we'll do an episode on Plum. We I, I feel weird doing an episode on Plum Island though, only Why? because Subliminal Deception podcast had already done it. But I think it'd be really cool either way. Just to look During the Cold War, a secret biological weapons program targeting livestock was conducted at the site. So it was specifically to kill off livestock of enemy countries to try to starve them out. If you want us to cover Plum Island, give us a comment. Yeah. Like, subscribe, review. Man, Brittany really wants to get off here. It, I, is, I feel, it is an hour and ten minutes. I was going to say, I didn't want to ask what time we've been going, yeah. but I felt like we've been going. I had to yeah. do some homework. Yeah. And I know Kim has to do homework. Well, and, you know, we already covered the topic. Now we're just going into some craziness. This does come off as like a mini-sode thing. I would say, it, we could do a mini-sode after this if you want. Or uh, maybe. But it does feel like a mini-sode, doesn't it? Like the, the way that we go through the topics. Yeah. But I don't think we can call it a mini-sode because... It we ain't went an many. hour. Yeah, no, we went it wasn't an many. Hour. Well, I don't think Gaydar was a mini either. But we just called it a mini because we went over like six different topics. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's Gaydar, the reason why. Gaydar, you get into a lot of topics. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. This, we kind of stuck around the same thing. All right, all right. Yeah. I just feel bad because Tevin's not here. Well, He'll be here Tevin's next week. Fault. So, All right, guys. We love Have you. a good one. We love you. We crazy. need you. Okay, I said we it desire a, you. I said it in a non-creepy way. <laughs> I apologize for my Like, subscribe, review. I platonically care for you. Guys, right before we leave, we have an announcement. Next week is going to be absolutely fantastic. It's going to jump into Murder Month. It's going to be great. October Murder Month, where we cover four crazy stories that are going to make you realize why your parents told you to be scared of Halloween. And then we're also going to do four bonus episodes of AP and Triple B talking about Halloween and urban legends and different stuff that creeped us out as kids. Yes, Brittany. Can I wear my cape for every single one of these? Whatever you want to do. Whatever. Different each week. Different. A different cape. A different cape. I guess I gotta buy three vampire capes. Oh no. (laughs) But guys, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, the Freak Freak Show Pod Pod on Instagram. In uh, on Twitter, we're the Freak Show Po One. On Facebook, we're the Freak Show Podcast. Uh, Please like and subscribe and review on iTunes. Uh, Find us. Please help us grow the show, uh, and we will see you next week for the beginning of October Murder Month! Yay! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.